At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the live betting angles for every game. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number three of VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Hanging out at the VSIN Studios at the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. And joining us at the top of the hour, our good buddy, Patrick Everson, over at Vegas Insider, the senior reporter over there. We said it at the top of the show. Patrick keeps his ears to the streets, always gets good nuggets there from the bookmakers on the other side of the window. So, Patrick, we appreciate the time. Joining us this evening, I want to start with the U.S. Open over there in Flushing Meadows. Serena Williams advancing to the third round. From talking with bookmakers, what is the liability like on Serena if she were to make a run in this tournament? And first off, thanks to uh, Femi, you and Wes for having me. Congratulations on the new setup and the new show. And uh, I hope you guys are, uh, are excited about the slot and ready to talk mostly football. But uh, But again, I appreciate you guys having me. And, this, you know, it's interesting because, the, you know, Serena is definitely a, uh, a sentimental play, you know, her last U.S. Open and so forth. And there is absolutely liability on Serena in the futures book at multiple books. Now, just looking at tonight's match, obviously a big upset, knocks out the number two seed, bounces back from losing the second set to take the third set. And uh, what Jason Scott just told me literally minutes ago, he is the uh, VP of trading for BetMGM. So we lost today's match, not disastrous, no big bets, but there's lots of small business on Serena in futures. And to that end, Serena, I can tell you uh, on the women's side, 
she has the most tickets uh, by a significant amount over 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 Goff. Uh, Goff is second. She's got the most money again by a significant amount over Goff, who stands second. And Serena is the biggest liability. And now you know now that she's through through two matches and knocked out the number two seed, I mm-hmm. think uh, you know the oddsmakers might be. I wouldn't say they're sweating. There's a long way to go. It takes a lot. You know, you got to <laughs> win a lot of matches to win a Grand Slam. But I don't think they were necessarily counting on her getting through tonight, and she did. So it, it definitely makes it interesting. And and as Jason Scott again told me, lots of small business on Serena and futures that's adding up because she entered the tournament at BetMGM around thirty three to one. She was twenty eight to one, I think, going into this match. Obviously, that's going to shift some now that she's into the third round. I also talked real quickly with Casey Degnan over at the Superbook, and he said uh, something similar. No noteworthy bets tonight. I'm sure the Superbook was a loser to it, just not necessarily a big loser. Um, But he said Serena is one of our worst results if she wins the whole thing. So a very popular sentimental play to, to win her final U.S. Open. And uh, Patrick, let me go ahead and switch to football. And also, before I do that, congratulate yes. you on your new digs at Vegas Insider. Uh, Vegas Insider done good, and uh, I reached out to you via text. And uh, your your work has obviously been impeccable over the years. And uh, Vegas Insider, very fortunate to have you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You've uh, you've been a, you've been a, you you guys these some people have all been very good to me, and I appreciate it very much. Thanks. And we appreciate you coming on and uh, talking some football with us. So let's talk some college football at first too, because we've actually got a decent little card for Thursday night, uh, sep- the first of September, uh, with some really big games: uh, Penn State, Purdue, and also the backyard brawl: West Virginia and Pittsburgh. I believe you have a piece up now fresh at Vegas Insider. Uh, what have you been hearing from a lot of the bookmakers around town, first of all, with West Virginia and Pittsburgh getting it on tomorrow night? Yeah, the backward brawl. I thought it was kind of funny earlier today. I don't remember who tweeted it, but somebody was like, is it Thanksgiving already? Right. Because <laughs> so like, what is this game doing on the first Thursday of the college football season, or the first week of the college football season, and, uh, and a Thursday night game, no less? Uh, so a couple things. I uh, A little bit earlier in the week, I kind of got the, the the view of what's been going on for months because, as we all know, these games have been on the board since at most books since like mid-May, late May, maybe June, depending on, on where you shopped or where you like to bet. But uh, I talked with Zachary Lucas about this. He's the uh, director of retail sports for Twins Buyers. And, th- again, this was earlier in the week kind of encapsulizing what's been going on for months. But – he said there's been you know small sharp play on Pitt, and that number I believe is up a little bit out to out to seven and a half I think, mm-hmm. and some sharp play on the under in that first game of the season. Um, but uh, and again that was early in the week. Today did a little update with uh, with DraftKings, with whom obviously Vincent's pretty familiar with DraftKings, mm-hmm. and that's you know they opened at seven back in May, seven minus one twenty on Pitt back in May. So it really this had a lot of time to percolate. And uh, it, it, it went through various iterations of seven for basically three months. And then over the last few days, it started to move. And now it's at seven and a half minus 115 on pit. And it's pretty good two-way action. And actually at DK, the lean is toward the underdog. Uh, in, but two-way, 52% of bets, 57% of money. So uh, a good two-way game. You got some quarterbacks looking to prove themselves out there tomorrow. Um, it, it, it should be interesting. We're speaking with Patrick Everson, senior reporter over at Vegas Insider. Also, 
of Fox Sports as well. So congratulations once again, Patrick, there. We say you keep your ear to the streets. He's got the more betting gigs market, than so. Ryan Seacrest now. <laughs> yeah, Look he's, at him. He's a, he's, a busy, he's a busy, busy man. But, Patrick, the high-profile game this weekend, Saturday night in Columbus, Notre Dame taking on Ohio State. The betting market has bet this up from earlier in the summer all the way up to 17. Which side are the books going to be needing here with two high-profile caliber teams? That's a really good question. And in, in, in the first offmaker I spoke with on this, again, Zachary Lucas, as you pointed out, 14, you know, open 14 and a half up to 17. I think there might have even been some 17 and a, and a half out there at some point, too. It's, it's just odd because you've got uh, number five against number two, and the line is humongous. Mm-hmm. So uh, what, what Zachary told me is he, he said the public is grabbing the points here, taking Notre Dame at, with that bushel full of points. He said sharp action is actually what kind of pushed this line up. But, you know, keep in mind, Ohio State, I mean, Notre Dame absolutely is a public team, but Ohio State is very much a public team as well uh, with a scout reputation and, you know, potentially expected to uh, – you know, to, to make it into the college, to, well, expected to make the college football playoff, potentially expected to win in that semi and get to the championship game. So, uh, you know, what we're, what I'm seeing at this point early, you know, early to midweek is again, pub, kind of a pros versus Joe's. Although I think there's just going to be so much public on both sides of this game by the time it, it, it kicks off, it won't even matter, but ticket count favoring Notre Dame, which kind of shows you the public angle and spread money favoring Ohio state, which sort of, sort of shows you the sharp play. Again, what I like to remind on this, though, when I was talking on a, on a podcast earlier today about this, is keep in mind, while this has been up for a while and there's certainly decent amount of money on some of these high-profile games already in the pot, really where all the money is going to come rolling in on this is on Saturday. And keep in mind, this is also a Saturday night game, so mm. there's going to be money rolling into this from all day long, and, it, and a lot could change between now and then. Patrick, another Saturday night game is going to be Utah against Florida, and a lot of people, including myself, been high on the Utes, at least to win the Pac-12, maybe be a dark horse to get one of those spots in the college football playoff. Uh, starting mm-hmm. to see three now in the market with Utah uh, going to the Swamp to face Florida, Billy Napier's first game down there in Gainesville. But are we now starting to see some buyback? Because when I talk about those threes, you see a lot of like weak threes, three minus a dollar five, three even money in the market are better starting to get interested in the Gators here. Yeah, I I think they may be, and it doesn't really surprise me. I'm taking a taking a peek, going through some of my uh, uh, going through my inbox to see if there's an update on this one. But what I had early in the week was the public siding with the small road chalk in Utah, which is what helped take that number up a tick. I think some places opened one one and a half. Um, and talking with Zachary Lucas at Twin Spires, they went from one and a half to two and a half, and he expects they're going to need Florida, but. I'll tell you, Wes, I, I think this is the kind of game that Utah needs to schedule if they want to make some noise and right. be really considered, to your point, about a potential college football playoff uh, uh, designee, if you will, and and even, you know, and maybe even the national championship hunt. But, man, I don't know about going to the Swamp at night on week one, <laughs> uh, Saturday night at the Swamp. And I understand Florida's been down and they, and you know, they're not ranked right now, but um, I'll tell you what, it's, it's a really smart game for Utah to schedule, provided they get in and get out of there with a win, because I think that will look really good for them to have a, a road SEC win on their, on their resume right out of the gate. I'm, I think it's a little tricky, though. I do think you're going to see some, some play on Florida here at home, um, you know, taking that two and a half, if that's, I, I, or the three, the three you mentioned, there's some soft threes out there. 
Um, I feel like that could be a resistance point. And, you know, I, I just think it's, I think it's a tricky spot for Utah, even though I think they need to schedule these kinds of games. There's no resistance point, by the way, in the humidity on Saturday night. I'm seeing <laughs> 95% humidity for these boys coming uh, from Utah woo. to face the Gators. That's, that's going to be a hot yeah, one down there. It's not only Rocky Mountain high, it's Rocky Mountain dry. Yes. It's not a desert. It's not like us quite, but it's dry, you know, and that, I, that is another really good point that I hadn't thought about, but I, it's a tricky spot. If they find a way to weather this game to, uh, you know, no pun intended, or maybe a little bit of a pun intended, <laughs> um, I, I, I bodes really well. I just think it's a tricky spot where, you know, they could find themselves behind the eight ball on the bright side. If they at least have a strong showing, even though Florida's not ranked, Utah's got all season long to build back up, but, uh, I am sure they would much rather get that W and, and have that, uh, on their resume right out of the gate. Patrick, we got 40 seconds left. I wanted to squeeze in a quick NFL question because a week from tomorrow night, the NFL season kicks off between the Bills and the Rams. Uh, have you heard anything from the odds makers about that opening night game? I know you talked about earlier this summer how Buffalo's been the team that everybody loves to bet here. So are the odds makers anticipating needing the defending champs? Uh, I, yes, absolutely. That's that's a perfect way to put it. The odds makers are definitely anticipating needing the defending champs in this game. An unusual spot. Uh, I was talking about this with John Murray of the Superbook earlier this week, and you know he noted that this game opened Rams minus one, very slim home favorite defend, you know, as a defending Super Bowl champion, which is, which is certainly interesting. And then it flipped all the way quickly. And now it's all the way out to bills minus two, I believe it's a minus two and a half. I'm not sure if that's the right word to me right now, but I assume it's still sitting bills minus two and a half. They, he expects they're definitely going to need the Rams in this game. No question. Well, imagine if that number hits three there, maybe some interest there on the Los Angeles Rams. He is Patrick Everson, senior reporter over at Vegas Insider and Fox Sports. Patrick, we appreciate the time as always, buddy. You bet. Thank you both. Thank Have you, a Patrick. Great All right. Come back with more here on VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds. Live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. It's football season and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now is the time to become a VEASAN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons, and our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early, and for a discount of $175, you'll receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options to become part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight coming to you from the VEASAN studios at the Circa Resort and Casino. Femi and Bebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We just had Patrick Everson of Vegas Insider at Fox Sports in the last segment. Always mm-hmm. good talking to Patrick. Packed with a lot of information. He talks with bookmakers, not just here in town, but all over the country. So it's always good to get his reports to gauge how the market might form before kickoff. We were calling our guy Aaron Oster, an intrepid reporter, for yes. uh, finding out what's going on <laughs> with that Brian Robinson comeback player of the year. No more reporter more intrepid than Patrick Everson on the sports betting scene. He's a bulldog, man. He gets that information out of those guys, and we love him for it. But also, quick update over in the WNBA. I'm sweating out this Vegas five-and-a-half ticket taking on the Seattle Storm mm-hmm. in game two of the semifinals. Right now, you can get Vegas at the number yes. five-and-a-half there, the pre-flop number as the Aces have a four-point lead midway through the third quarter. The total, though, sitting at 155-and-a-half. Mm-hmm. And I know you mentioned the under before we got this game underway well, here. Would you maybe come back on an over, or do you think that this yeah, one is really going to be a dead I'm kind of interested maybe in flipping the script here because I okay. think you may get some fouls here. And I was looking because the first half, both the quarters leaned a little bit under. So, you know, second half, you expect more scoring. And that's kind of sometimes how it works on the totals with the WNBA. Mm-hmm. So that's actually, we're going to go ahead and do it over 155 and a half. You're throwing Storm that Storm aces. Let's go. Wes is in. West Coast Told you winners. we'd have a West Coast winner West Coast just about winners. two We're hours to do later. <laughs> so I'm on the Vegas Aces laying five and a half. You're now in on the over 155 and a half, and I believe the Aces now up by four in this game. They're going back and forth. The action is good there. But you mentioned it. The three-point percentage here has not been great for the that's, Aces. That's 27% from three. The Storm, 33% there from the field. Both these teams shooting around and, 40%, but maybe we get some positive regression. And and, and uh, Brianna Stewart from deep. Uh, so now yeah. 40 She can relax 47. on that. That'd be nice. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> even, like, I'm rooting for you as well, but I'm hoping it's mainly like, the Aces. You're like, okay, Stewie, take it easy here. Don't bludgeon yeah. them like you used to do like Seton Hall in the Big East. Save it for Seattle, Stewie. Save it for Seattle. But let's talk a little bit more college football here and the Alabama Crimson Tide have an interesting trend as it pertains to them early on in the season I know you have identified it here mm-hmm. as they're laying a big number at home against Utah State. they call Alabama the Crimson <laughs> Tide 
There you Call go with that. Call me Deacon Blues. <laughs> Trying to get all right, we're done. Again. I got us we, some Yacht we, Rock in the show. We said it's five seconds, Wes. That's yes. all we can give you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I paused between because I was like, okay, four seconds here, four seconds there. But nevertheless, uh, we are getting to the Alabama Crimson Tide as Nick Saban mm-hmm. starts his 2022 middle finger revenge tour to everybody that wronged him <laughs> and defeated him and recruited against him and whatever against him uh, in the offseason. But he gets Utah State, who did play week one. And look, and, and I was against him. That was a winner for me last Saturday. I took UConn at 27 at close 24. Mm-hmm. Utah State, nice finish. They were down 14 to 7. Then they scored 17 points in like the final three minutes and were up 24 to 14. So you thought, okay, UConn might be in trouble here. But UConn really hanged, hung in with these guys. Uh, 31 to 20 was the final score. Jim Mora Jr.'s club. Looks like they're at least a little bit improved up there in stores. But, you know, nevertheless, Utah State got the win. Keep in mind, this team did win the Mountain West last year. Blake Anderson, the head coach. Mm -hmm. Logan Bonner, who was his quarterback at Arkansas State, that came with him. And uh, Bonner had a solid outing on Saturday. You look at the stats, Utah State did have 542 yards. But the one concern is they did give up 245 on the ground to UConn. uh, Turned it over a couple times as well. A couple lost fumbles. So, what we've seen is, okay, the market came against Utah State in the week zero game, and the market got it right. So then we see the market bet against Utah State again. I think it was like 38, 38 and a half. Now all of a sudden, you saw it get up to at Circa Sports right behind us at 42 and a half. And that's where I came in and took a small poke on the Utah State Aggies. And that's also a second half angle you could look at if Alabama gets up. But, uh, Really what we've seen over the years, Femi, I know it recently, it's been, I think, three of the last four he's covered these big numbers, but Nick Saban doesn't like to usually run it up on, you know, the lower teams necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about it last night. He might, if he get a chance, he'll run it up on George, on Jimbo Fisher Oh hell yeah. or he'll run it up on Tennessee or somebody like that. That's a conference opponent. Cause it's like, Hey, you're in the sec. It's fair fight, recruit better players, but against like a Utah state, you're not necessarily going to see that because uh, uh, this was something I actually got from uh, Ralph Michaels at Cal Sports uh, LV on Twitter, and I also have a write-up uh, of this game that will be out at VEASAN.com here, I believe, tomorrow. We're writing up some college best bets and whatnot, so you can catch mm-hmm. that on the site. If you look, Nick Saban, in his last 28 games, where he is a favorite of 35 or more points, he is a favorite of 42 pretty much in the market. There's a couple 42 and a halves out there. Only 10 and 18 against the number, and that's 36%. And you can kind of see, I'm just looking through the graphic here, they covered a couple of these spots last year. They did cover against New Mexico State, and they did cover against Southern Miss, who had a late-minute coaching change before the season. So they have covered some of these recent numbers. But by and large, Nick Saban doesn't like to beat up on these non-conference opponents. And anyway, Utah State, even though they're expected to regress a little bit this year, They were the Mountain West champions, so Utah State is kind of a step up from some of that non-conference home opponents that Alabama usually plays. Usually you see Alabama either early in the season or that second week of November before the Iron Bowl where they play like Mercer, they play Western Carolina or Huckabuck State or whatever. (laughs) Where's that located? Yeah, I I, I think it's somewhere near Mississippi. I think it's somewhere on the border of Mississippi and Alabama, (laughs) but uh, nevertheless... uh, you know, they play those teams or they'll play MAC teams or they'll play Sunbelt teams. These Mountain West teams are actually kind of a step up if you look for Alabama in the non-conference because, look, 
Alabama, when they play non-conference games, more often than not, they're going to go play on a neutral site. Yeah. So what you've seen is next week, they are actually going to be playing at Texas. So Nick Saban gets to play one of his former pupils, uh, Sark after dark. It's actually going to be Sark at noon, though, because it's a big noon kickoff game. But they're going down to Austin, and they're going to play Texas. And the last time, by the way, that Alabama played a road non-conference game was 2011. It has been over 10 years since wow. they've done that. And they went and they did beat Penn State, by the way. Who's, but I, who's, who's making the schedule? Is this Coach K? What's going on? Yeah, it <laughs> is. It is. Well, I <laughs> guess when you're Alabama, it's like, hey, we can go play you in a neutral side. It's like, dude, <laughs> they, it's like, we don't have to play at Cameron, but we're going to play in Chicago. We're going to play yeah. in the Garden where we can maybe sell some more tickets. But <laughs> kind of back to what I was saying about the Mountain West. Last time Alabama hosted an opponent from the Mountain West was actually 2017 against Fresno State. They were 43 and a half point favorites. They won 41 to 10. And then Colorado State, they were 28-and-a-half-point favorites, and they beat them 41-23. Uh, by the way, that Colorado State team coached by Jim McElwain, who was a former Saban assistant many years ago. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Nick Saban sometimes will let off his foot on the gas. Like, let's say maybe this is 35-7 or 38-7 at the half. Do we start to see maybe the threes and the fours? Because it's like, okay, you don't want to get – because remember Saban in a meaningless game when he had two in there? A yeah. couple of years ago, and he got hurt. And you know, do you want to do you want to necessarily have that happen again? And I don't think that he does. So that's one thing I will talk about. Not only betting the pre-flop, but maybe going back for seconds too for the second half, depending on what that number is going to be. Because I think Alabama, and we'll talk about that a little bit more tomorrow, because there's several other situations like that. Mm -hmm. You know, going in the second half, because Utah State is going to try to play 60 minutes. I don't. They're not going to roll over. I mean, they may get the crap kicked out of them but they're not going to necessarily roll over because it's like, this is our chance to play in Tuscaloosa against the best team in the country. We want to at least show out for our families that have made the trip all the way down there to Alabama. I think almost as a better, you want Alabama to get out to the massive lead early. Yes. Because if they're only up by three touchdowns at halftime, I think that's when you still get Alabama focus coming mm -hmm. out of the locker room versus last year against Southern Miss, which I bet this game, I bet on Southern Miss playing this angle. I unfortunately lost with Alabama scoring a TD with two and a half minutes left there right. to cover that number. But that game was 42 to seven at halftime mm -hmm. where Alabama pretty much was in cruise control the rest of the half, yeah. only scoring three touchdowns so, in the second so, half, so, even though they could have scored a lot more. So one thing you're probably going to see is a lot of Alabama first half bets. And I'm actually uh, just trying to check my screen. Yeah, what here. are they laying? 30? Five and, in the first and see half? what that is for the first <laughs> yeah. half. As a matter of fact, it is now as high as 28, and it's 28, 28 with Vic because right. I think this opened 27 and a half. So you're going to see probably 28 and a half. They're going to bet Alabama first half based on the fact that they faded Utah State last week, and they'll probably do so again in the market. Yeah. yeah I, the, the angle didn't work out for me last year, but like you mentioned, over the long haul, and we want to play this thing from the long haul, this is a profitable angle there. So you might talk me into taking the points with Utah State. I might plug my nose and take that ride, Wes. You got to embrace the stink sometimes, Femi. You go where the stink is. I'll have my nose plugged up with the Febreze we'll be spraying <laughs> in, the, yes. in the house there as we try to sweat We will have the potpourri all over the place. <laughs> Stay with us here at Live Bet Tonight continues on the other side. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 
free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at Victory Heineken. Beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. The boys around here drinking that ice cold beer, like Blake Shelton would hey, say. That's how we do it. I man. cover all the music genres, it's, by the way. We had some yacht rock. We got some nice country music. Yes. Uh, country is where you'll probably lose me. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you know. I, oh, I, I've got some smooth R&B. <laughs> there we go. We're going to be working there together you a lot. You're going to be hearing some R&B, some hip hop, some. And if anybody wants to bring genre. cold beer as well, that's also yes. Uh, welcome. Yes, we accept donations. Well. Yeah, we do accept donations. And we're also hoping to accept some winning tickets here on VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe, Wes Reynolds. We're both sweating out this Storm mm-hmm. Aces Game 2 of the WNBA Semifinals. The Storm took Game 1 Sunday afternoon here in Vegas. Well, Las Vegas right now ends the third quarter on a furious rally. Mm-hmm. 12-2 during the break. I was fist pumping. Your over right now is sitting kind of it's in limbo. Right, it's right, right on, on pace. Number. It's about a 50-50 shot. By the 50-50 way, uh, shot indeed. Ace is 60-52 to with 10 minutes left yes, to play sir. at the Mandalay Bay or the Michelob Ultra Arena at the Mandalay mm-hmm. Bay. So uh, minus 8.5, by the way, on the Aces, plus 8.5 eight and, eight and on the Seattle Storm. In-game total, 155.5. That's where I bet it. So it's pretty much a, a coin flip at this standpoint. What I kind of hope is that your aces hang around that five to seven point lead mark. I want you to gas your ticket and then maybe foul we get fest. some foul. And I don't, you know, because we, we actually saw that in the first game. The sun could only get to about eight against the sky and the people that bet the over, they didn't get that extra foul, yeah. unfortunately for them. So, you know, that's where you need it to be kind of a two possession game because you will get the fouls here because this is a best of five series and you got to take your chances. Aja Wilson has been the woman of the hour, though. Only eight points in game one, 27 big ones Woo! tonight. MVP. We'll see what happens. She was a DPOY in the WNBA, yes. though. We'll see who wins MVP. Probably going to be between her or Brianna Stewart um, later on in a couple of weeks here. But we finally have a conclusion at the Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. There, the Cardinals defeat the Cincinnati Reds five to three in thirteen. So innings. this one does not belong to the Reds, as uh, not. Marty Brenneman would uh, famously say. By the way, five to three, the uh, final there, as you mentioned. Uh, I think it was. Uh, uh, Newt Bar with a two-run shot that really busted that mm-hmm. open and made it insurmountable. Albert Pujols, though, with the game winner with the sack fly to score. The NL MVP frontrunner, Paul Goldschmidt. Also, how about the Los Angeles Angels showing a little bit of fight there against the New York Yankees? The Yankees, they led 2 nothing here, but now the Angels lead at 3-2 in the 7th. You can get the Angels at minus 265 over at DraftKings. The Yankees plus 225. Actually, the Angels number now yeah. minus 285. There as the I'll give line. you a guess on who gave the Angels the lead, and the first two don't count. Oh, who gave the Angels the lead? And like the the Trout Otani guys do not count. No, they no they oh, count. Okay, oh, okay, all right. Uh, I'll go with uh, Otani. It was Shohei Otani, Bang. a three-run shot to score Fletcher and Trout. So now three to two, top of the seventh, and actually now we go to the middle of the seventh. Uh, mm-hmm. The starters still both in the game for the Halos and the Pinstripes. Garrett Cole, eighty-three pitches through six innings. Sandoval though. 82 pitches through seven innings. Very nice outing for him. Seven yeah. strikeouts tonight. Yep. This New York Yankees team, it's they're just so inconsistent. And when you have someone like Aaron Judge, yeah. he can will you to some victories yeah. just based off of a three-run jack. But if they pitch around him or if he just doesn't have it because hitting a baseball is really, really, really mm-hmm. hard, then that offense tends to cool off That's That's why I didn't want to lay it tonight because, I mean, I've just seen the Yankees with, with the, the series against the A's and – you know, against really some downtrodden teams, 
they're not getting the wins and and they're less than 40% win since the all-star break. So that's the thing with these guys. You got to be very dangerous, you know, or very wary, I guess, of betting them as big favorites. I know everybody this time of year is going to look to bet these teams mm-hmm. that, of course, are in a division race or they're in a wild card race. Yeah, because they got to have thinking, it. thinking, okay, the Angels, you know, these teams are going to mail it in. Look, bad teams win 60 games in Major yeah. League Baseball. So you can't do that. We saw that, I think it was, two, was it last week or two weeks ago? where the Nats won two straight games at San Diego who need the games, obviously, to stay mm-hmm. in the wildcard chase, and the Nats were over $3 dogs and beat them. What do they say in uh, in the NFL? Must win, must mean must not yeah. be very good. Yeah, yeah, and must win does not always equal must cover, obviously, as well in the NFL when you're trying to beat the 11 to 10. Yeah, and we're sweating out this Aces-Storm game as you're getting some points now, some early buckets by the Seattle Storm as they've cut it now to six. Yeah, need more uh, transition opportunities. Yeah. Time out on the floor. Becky Hammond's going to have to rally the troops back. The uh, WNBA coach of the year who has totally transformed this team. If you watch the Aces yeah. last year, they were like, pound the ball, pound the ball inside. Bill Beer oh, loved to do that. Now. now they are chuck and duck. They they spread the floor and shoot the three. Becky Hammond obviously learning in the tutelage of Greg Popovich, Popovich as part of that Spurs mm-hmm. staff. So that's what they're doing. Look, that's basketball today. Mm-hmm. It's four out, one in, and and that's what people run, and that's the way you play the game now. Pace and space. That's yep. what you do on the hardwood. Um, really interesting, fun note from our buddy Aaron Oster, our producer here, and it has to do with Serena Williams because earlier tonight we saw her advance to the third round of the U.S. Open, winning in three sets. And Serena has been doing this for quite some time. Mm-hmm. We had the nugget last night about Serena winning a U.S. Open match and then also pool holes hitting a home run and – and other, Vlad Guerrero Jr. getting a hit and all that. Well, get this here, Wes. Serena Williams won her first U.S. Open match. Greg Popovich was the 106th all-time winningest coach in NBA history. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady had yet to throw a touchdown pass for the University of Michigan. LeBron James had not made his high school debut, <laughs> and Tim Duncan was the reigning NBA Rookie of the Year. That's how much time has passed between Serena's first U.S. Open victory until we sit here today. What what, a, what an amazing career, and that's why you see that she's getting all the love that she deserves, and it's kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, because I, I, there's always reaction on social media. It's always like, oh, my God, it's overkill. It's overkill, but it's like. It's the GOAT, man. Yeah, and, 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 you know, it was over the years. It was like, oh, I wish we would have more people, you know, win and whatnot, but it's, you know, and I remember saying this many years ago. Even if you, whether you're a Williams fan, Serena Williams, or Venus, her sister Venus, who's still in the draw as well, mm-hmm. whether you're fans of these two ladies or not, you're going to miss them when they're gone. Yeah. Because that leaves a vacuum. That leaves a huge hole, especially who's going to be the next American tennis star. Is it going to be Coco Goff? Uh, and and there have been ch- tennis stars that have shown moments, Madison Keys and a couple other ladies as far as American tennis. But who's going to fill that void? Boy, that's a really hard void to fill. Uh, by the way, Serena in the third round is going to take on Alja Tomjanovic. And I don't have a price yet. I was actually trying to look at my screen and look around at the books to see if they have prices up. I do not see one as of yet. Yeah, no, Serena, you mentioned how that void has to be filled whenever she ultimately leaves which we all believe is going to be after this U.S. Open tournament there. It's almost reminiscent to Tiger Woods, who mm-hmm. has not left the tour, still plays in some no, of the majors, no, I, but you feel his absence. Well, on, and, on and you tour. obviously felt his presence when he led that meeting there at the yeah. BMW <laughs> Championship, and he and Rory McIlroy, you know, might have saved the PGA Tour a little bit because of, uh, you know, the defections, and more came this week for Live Golf. By the way, that'll get started uh, 
Friday in Boston, I'll have some plays. Yeah, I was going to say, at, I was like, do you have a play? At vcin.com, I'll probably have them up tomorrow morning. We didn't even get the field until right. like late Tuesday because of all the new players and who's going to go in that field of 48 and who's going to go out. Uh, by the way, in your daily emails that you get, if you're a subscriber, I do have mm-hmm. my DP World Tour plays all ready to go. That'll tee off tomorrow morning. There we go. NFL week one. Coming up tomorrow, not tomorrow. I wish it was tomorrow. Yeah, next week. Easy, easy. <laughs> NFL Week One coming Good up things next come week. Come to those who wait. <laughs> but did you see this? I saw this on social media earlier, and it was NFL Network Cynthia Freeland doing a podcast, I believe, for NFL.com. But mm-hmm. during the preseason, she does sideline reporting for the Buffalo Bills, and she ran into Baker Mayfield. Yes, on the sidelines, and was talking to Baker Mayfield, chatting it up, saying, "Hey, go get him," and all this stuff. And she said that Baker told her about. The Cleveland Browns, who the Carolina Panthers host week one, about 10 days from now, he said, quote, I'm going to F the Browns up, <laughs> is what he said. That's what Baker Mayfield said about the Cleveland but, Browns. But I thought it was a friendly parting yeah, in the ways in Cleveland. It's, apparently, it's been friendly parting. Apparently, it's, it's been a uh, not-so-friendly party yeah. with Baker Mayfield. Very vindictive, has a chip on his shoulder, the size mm-hmm. of a boulder. Yes. But Baker Mayfield clearly well, out for revenge there against those Cleveland well, Browns. The, market, the Panthers laying two and a half. The market surely believes in him, and this is obviously part and parcel with the Deshaun Watson news that mm-hmm. he's not going to be playing until, I believe, week number 13. So, yeah, Cleveland opened up at one point as four-and-a-half-point favorites, and now they're getting two-and-a-half. This is probably going to be a teaser leg play for me where I tease the Browns up to eight and a half because this is one of the lower totals on the board, 41 and a half most places in the market. When you get a total that low, I often think that gives extra value to the dog on a teaser. So I know Jacoby Brissett disappointed in Miami with what little action he saw, and he's not the same guy maybe he was in Indianapolis where he, I think, made a nice uh, accounting of himself after Andrew Luck retired like a week and a half before the season started. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cleveland tees it up to eight and a half, I think would be a very interesting play, and I think that'd be a good teaser leg. If it hits three, do you bet on Cleveland? I don't know. I would be tempted, though, but that's surely a teaser leg. If it hits three, I might go Brown's money line. I think that's kind of my threshold. There. Yeah. If I get a plus 135, plus 140, well, possibly. When in doubt, you can play line. against these overreactions. Well, let's continue that discussion on the other side. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Regular season football is just around. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. Pocket Cash with popular picks. Join Levi's 501 Pop Culture Pools for free and answer questions for a shot at a share of $10,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Levi's now to get in on the action. Levi's buy better, wear longer. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Welcome back. This is the final segment of VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here at the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Coming up after us at the top of the hour is the Greg Peterson experience, hosted by none other than Greg Peterson. Then then don't they have to have theme music like a Jimi Hendrix experience? Like, introduce Greg with, have you ever been experienced? (laughs) The GPE is what we call it here at the network. Very much looking forward to that we're also sweating out a game in Vegas here between the Seattle Storm and the Las Vegas Aces. Right now, the Aces lead at 69-64 yeah. with under four minutes to play. We're probably going to need some game. fouls uh, trying this in-game yeah. over. And obviously, you are right about on the number here. Five-point uh-huh. lead, three-and-a-half left to go. The live number is five-and-a-half. The preflop number was five-and-a-half, and I laid it with the mm-hmm. Aces there. Live total, 149-and-a-half. Based on what you've seen here in this fourth quarter, the Storm started it out missing seven straight field yeah. goals but have kind of started to regress towards the mean there. Yeah. Would you possibly get in on Seattle? Now, obviously, I'm biased. I'm rooting for the Vegas Aces, but the Storm have been pretty good here in the yeah. second half of this period. Yeah, four and a half, I don't think so. I mm-hmm. think I'm, I'm not going to dig in. I've already got one to uh, deal with here, blocking foul. So, uh, you know, waiting to see if these teams get in the bonus. And what you're wanting if you have the end game over, like I do, you're going to need some fouls down the stretch here, and you're going to need the, ace, the aces to get, yeah, overtime. <laughs> they don't call it undertime. They, they call it not. overtime. But, yeah, you're going to need, you know, the aces to probably maintain that two-possession lead. Seattle, I think, will probably give fouls, and then, you know, aces don't want to foul, give up easy basket at the other end, and just kind of turn into a college basketball game down the stretch. Yeah, no. So, uh, hopefully, the aces can get this thing done, because, boy, we are sweating it out. As I believe that's another foul or maybe a jump ball. Yeah, I believe I believe Seattle's going to go to the line here. All right, well there you go. You're going to get your team into the bonus here. But speaking of bonus, let's talk some college football and just do some bonus college football. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of games on tomorrow's slate, Wes. And 
The game that I know we're both interested in is the old school Turkey Day weekend showdown, the backyard brawl yes. between Pitt and West Virginia. Right now, the Panthers are laying seven and a half at home, total 51 and a half over at DraftKings. Colin Wilson of the Action Network, we had him on earlier in the show, and I believe he said that there might be a little bit of value here on the dog there after taking that eight points there. But uh, what do you make of this game here between Pitt and yeah, West I think VA? The side's about right. This did go down to seven. Looks like a little buyback on Pittsburgh, pretty much seven and a half in the marketplace. But I'm with Colin and what he said on the under. And you could still get, I think, a market high of 52 out there. It's mostly 51 and a half. But. You do have a change in philosophy of Frag Sagnetti taking over as the offensive coordinator. We know Pat Narduzzi, defensive guru, certainly was for many years as a defensive coordinator up in East Lansing for Michigan State under Mark D'Antonio. He's a defense first guy. Pittsburgh, I, I do wonder if last year was a little bit of an anomaly with Mark Whipple, you know, tempo, 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 and obviously mm -hmm. it proved to have good results. They won the, uh, they won the ACC title, but... I don't think that's the way Narduzzi wants to play. I think you're going to see Pitt run the ball a little bit more, even though they have Keaton Slovis transferring in from USC, who can certainly fling it all over the field, uh, you know, with relative aplomb. But, I, you know, I think these two teams, and I think West Virginia is still kind of trying to figure out their offense, too, now with JT Daniels at his third school. Battle of USC transfers, by the way, at the is. quarterback position with Keaton Slovis and JT Daniels. So, I agree with the initial move on the under. I think there's starting to be at least a trickle of buyback, maybe some guys trying to middle if they got the 54.5 or 55 on the opener, but I still like the under at 52. So you like the under there at 52 between West Virginia and Pittsburgh in the backyard brawl over there at Pitt. It's still the Heinz ketchup bottle. That's what we're still calling it. I know. I, know, I don't know. What did you say? At Cruiser? Or what is Acusher, it? Acusher Stadium or something. I don't <laughs> I don't know. These things change so much. Uh, Penn State's taking on Purdue in West Lafayette. The Boilermakers, three-and-a-half-point dogs, total sitting at 53. And you made the argument earlier in the show, and I want you to be able to touch on it here again, that you kind of lean towards the money line versus laying three in the hook. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and look, Penn State, if you look, they're just 11 and 11 overall in their last 22 games. They lost eight guys to the NFL draft. They have underachieved. I think James Franklin does deserve a little bit of criticism that they have underachieved. But I think this is a buy low season for Penn State, even though I don't think they have enough to overtake the Buckeyes in the East. I think they're just as good as Michigan. Michigan's getting the benefit of the doubt, of course, because they made the playoff last year. But I don't necessarily think so. I think Penn State... Second year with Sean Clifford with Mike Yursich as the offensive coordinator because he's had all kind of different coordinators. He had Joe Moorhead, who ran more of like a zone read option where he had to run the ball a little bit more. He had Kirk Syaraka. Kirk Syaraka got fired by James Franklin. By the way, Syaraka back at Minnesota, who's in action tomorrow. We'll get to that game momentarily. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you look and, and, and Penn State did sign a very good recruiting class, but I think James Franklin is going to want to commit to run the ball a little bit more because they have four and five star tailbacks all over the place and they did not have 100 yard rusher last year. Part of that was because Clifford was out and they could just go ahead and key to stop the run when he was injured and he, he didn't miss a lot of games, but he was not near 100%. So they could go ahead and key and stop the run. So that was part and parcel of it. I think just with the Clifford healthy, you know, Penn State's going to be back a little bit. I don't think they're going to blow Purdue out. Purdue obviously is going to be able to throw the football with Aiden O'Connell, and they do return 14 starters, even though a couple of those defensive guys look like they're going to miss this first game. So I could see Penn State, you know, winning anywhere from three to seven points. So I'll go ahead with the money line. 
New Mexico State and Minnesota over in the Twin Cities. The Golden Gophers are a team out of the Big Ten West who a lot of folks are relatively high on to potentially win that division. I know we've had Paul Stone on the show earlier this mm-hmm. summer. He talked about Minnesota being a surprise team. Well, they're laying a big number over at DraftKings, 36.5, yeah. taking on New Mexico State. Total, 52.5. We've seen that total tick down yeah. five points here. Is there still room for it to go low? That was one of the first games I bet. I got a good number at 56.5 and, a half okay. and uh, gave it out in our uh, our email, our daily email, by the way, you can get it vcin.com. Sometimes when we're not on the air, mm-hmm. we've got some bets and we put those you plays be a out there for pro, you. Though. Yeah, absolutely. So I uh, definitely recommend that. New Mexico State last week, depending on your number, we talked about this uh, just briefly earlier. If you bet the early, you had the handicap right. You had the handicap right, I think, if you bet New Mexico State at yeah. Nevada. They lost 23-12, to 12, so they didn't cover a lot of the closing nor the middle numbers, but they were minus five in turnovers. But I think for New Mexico State, this, the second quarterback, Gavin Frakes, who's 6'4", 225, was 9 of 13 for 143 in the second half. Through that late interception as he was trying to get it within one score, Diego Pavia was terrible. 9 of 20 for 75 yards and three interceptions in the first half. So I think if they go with Frakes, New Mexico State, you got to like their chances a little bit better. There may be a little bit of bad blood here, too. This is kind of an interesting mm-hmm. recall here because Jerry Kill was the former Minnesota head coach, and then he had an illness and had to retire. So Tracy Clays took over, who was his defensive coordinator. Tracy Clays, there was a couple incidents with some Minnesota football players that he kind of took the fall for for a lack of oversight, and then P.J. Fleck, of course, came in. There were still some Jerry Kill, Tracy Clay's assistants on that staff, and Jerry Kill actually brought up that he thought P.J. Fleck treated some of his former coaching staff poorly up there in Minnesota, you know, being all about himself and whatnot. So you're thinking, okay, P.J. Fleck's really going to want to stick it to Jerry Kill. And I don't know about that because a lot of the fan base up there in Minneapolis and in the Twin Cities, like Jerry Kill, he took him to a few bowl games. They had some success under him. He, you know, they liked him as a guy. You know, he's an older coach, so... I don't know how much P.J. Fleck really wants to put the wood to New Mexico State. I bet the under. I don't know. If I get involved, I do lean a little bit with them on the side. 36-and-a-half, big number, obviously, for the Gophers laying here. Well, what about the early action here? As We're sweating the hell out of this Seattle yes. and, and Vegas game here. Yes. Uh, right now, the Vegas Aces lead it by six with 52 seconds to go. They can't stop fouling on defense. Uh, Chelsea Gray knocking down some big shots. we got a minute, 20 seconds left in the show. Hopefully this can end by then, but I don't think it will based on the foul situation here. But the Aces lead it by six. Once again, 52.9 seconds left to go. And a live number. Let's see if DraftKings has them up. Nope, they've taken it off the board now. So we don't even get a live number here in this game right now as the Storm are on the free throw line there. Um, but college football, back to it. Central Michigan, Oklahoma State here. we got a minute left here. What do you think about this game kicking off 4 o'clock? So this one will yeah. already be underway by the time we get into this Yeah, show. new coordinator on defense because Jim Knowles, of course, is at Ohio State. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they had a very good defense in Stillwater. I did not I did not bet this game. I'm not sure. Oklahoma State's quarterback play just has not been what it needs to be. A lot was expected out of Spencer Sanders. And, you know, he's been okay, but he just hadn't delivered. Uh, the other game that I am looking at to bet is actually at the top of the board, Ball State and Tennessee. And we'll get into that tomorrow. Tennessee, of course, has a big game at Pitt next week. They're a huge favorite over Ball State. I would be looking at the under here at 67. Even though I know Tennessee and Jeremy Pruitt, they want to go that up-tempo warp speed, I think that that's a little mm-hmm. bit high. How about that? 
Uh, the Aces turned the ball over. They're only up by four now here with 27 seconds to go. We're going to conclude this thing on the other side, but we're at a showtime here. Show is over here. VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Thank you to Greg Brandos, Colin Wilson, and Patrick Everson here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Regular season football is just around the corner. The VEASAN team has been prepping all summer for this. Whether you're betting on futures, looking for contest strategy, or building your own power ratings, VEASAN has everything you need. Get all the latest from our lineup of experts. NFL veteran experts. NFL veteran experts. NFL veteran experts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.